Welcome to Burnside at Home for Sunday the 19th of December 2021. We're getting so close to Christmas now and today in Burnside it will be our carl service. Now of course that's going to be uh, quite heavily restricted because of the Covid mitigations. We're only going to be singing a few verses of a few carls together. Uh, but we do have a number of special uh, readers from God's Word and we're going to be thinking about the Christmas message and Eileen is also uh, going to bring us some special music. Uh, so if you can, do come along and join us in person in church on Sunday. Uh, this pre-record of the service will simply uh, give you the readers and the prayers and then the uh, talk from Sunday. It'll be a rather shorter talk because we are singing more uh, and because of all the readers taking part as well. Uh, so this could be a shorter service and there's no music on this uh, pre-record. But you're very welcome to join with us. It's lovely to have you here. Uh, just a few announcements to begin with. Uh, first of all, there will be no prayer meeting this week uh, in, on Wednesday morning. Then also do remember the World Development Appeal of our church. Uh, the envelopes are available in the vestibule or you can simply use any envelope. Just mark it World Development Appeal uh, and put your name on it uh, and uh, drop it into the church or, or the months uh, if you want to. And this year we're supporting a couple of projects run by Tear Fund and Christian Aid in Haiti and Ethiopia. And then finally, can I remind you that tomorrow evening, Monday the 20th of December, we are having our drive-in cinema. And the tickets for the first showing at half five are already all sold out, uh, but there are still a few tickets available for the 7.30 showing. And uh, do pray for that as well as many people will be coming into the church for that. So let's worship God together. And I want to begin by reading from Matthew 1, verses 22 to 23, reminding us that God is with us. We're told all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So let's turn to God in prayer. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we come to you this day, in the middle of this Advent season, as we approach Christmas, we give you thanks for our Saviour, Jesus Christ. We thank you for all that you have done for us through Jesus coming to this world. Emmanuel, God with us. And we worship you and praise you today. Lord, we thank you for this time of worship that we can spend together. We pray that you would bless each person who is listening now and that you would watch over them and care for them day by day. So, Lord, we bring these, our prayers, to you now and we ask them in and through Jesus' name. Amen. Our first reading is going to be from Matthew 1, uh, verses 18 to 25, and it's going to be read to us today by Sarah Cunning. Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25, the birth of Jesus Christ. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, 
for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Amen. And thank you to Sarah for reading from God's word to us today. Can I also just remind you that we have a service coming up on Christmas morning at 10am. That service will be broadcast live on the internet uh, if you go to the church website. Uh, there won't be a pre-record of that service. And then on Sunday, which will be Boxing Day, uh, we'll also have a service 11 o'clock in the church and it will have a pre-record and also be broadcast live as well. Our next reading is from John chapter 1, verses 1 to 14. And I'm delighted that the Reverend Stuart Morrow, who is the new minister in Port Stuart Presbyterian Church, is going to read that for us and introduce himself to us. Good morning, and uh, thank you for allowing me to take part in your carol service this morning. Uh, my name is Stuart Morrow. I'm the new minister in Port Stewart Presbyterian Church. Uh, and it's, it's wonderful to be able to join with you, and, and maybe someday in the future we'll be able to do this together and meet face to face uh, and get to know one another. Uh, Richard has asked me to read from John chapter 1, verses 1 to 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so, th so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. Thank you, the Stuart, for reading to us from God's word today. Sometimes it's the little details that truly make Christmas. If there's one thing that you couldn't do without at Christmas... What would it be? I don't mean the really important things like family and church services, etc. I mean the really small, 
you know, almost insignificant things that really make Christmas for you. For me, it is sprouts. A Christmas dinner is not a Christmas dinner without Brussels sprouts. As soon as they appear in the shops each year, I have to have them. Even if they've come in early, about September time, I've got to have Brussels sprouts with my meals. And then I've got, I get them for my birthday dinner as well. And I certainly have them on my Christmas dinner. I know that some people loathe them. Some people can take them or leave them. But I just have to have them. And that got me thinking about the Christmas story. What is my favourite, maybe often overlooked part of the Christmas story? Again, I'm not talking about the big important parts of the story like Jesus or the star or the stable. But what is your favourite little detail from the story? Maybe something that most people just overlook and don't give a second thought. But every time you hear it, your ears prick up and you think, yes, that's the special bit of the story. For me, it's something that Stuart read from John chapter 1. He read in verse 14, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. It's that little phrase there, made his dwelling, that always gets my attention. Because the Greek literally says, the word became flesh and pitched his tent among us. Or, to be even more literal about it, the real literal translation is the word became flesh and tabernacled among us. The tabernacle being a tent, so pitched his tent, tabernacled among us. And every time I hear that verse 14 from John chapter 1, it makes me think of how amazing it is that God came to this earth. And he didn't just pay a quick visit, but he actually pitched up among us. When angels come, they only appear for a few minutes. But Jesus comes for years and gets right among us, pitching his tent. Sarah described it in her reading from Matthew chapter 1. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Think about how special that is, that God is with us. If you've ever experienced a royal walkabout, Think about how special that occasion is. The Queen comes for a quick visit. The crowds line the streets and they wave and they hand over flowers. She walks along and then she gets into her limousine and off she goes. That's it. It's over in a few minutes. But the King of Kings comes and he pitches his tent and he stays. And we see his glory. 
But God being among us is also a dangerous thing. When we see the holy, perfect God up close, then we also see our own imperfections. Because when we see how holy God is, then as we look at ourselves, our own sin becomes much more apparent. And then we realise that we need to do something about that sin. When we see the perfect God in the splendour of heaven, we fall down and worship. And whenever we see Jesus in our surroundings and our everyday lives, we have to cry out like Isaiah, Woe to me! I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Jesus is here among us, pitching his tent, God with us, Emmanuel. And that makes all the difference to Christmas. Jesus being here brings us hope when there seems to be despair. Jesus being here brings us grace when there only seems to be bitterness in the world. Jesus being here brings truth when all around us there's lies. Jesus has come for each one of us. He has pitched his tent. He hasn't remained sealed off in a palace somewhere. He is right here. He goes with us to work. He sits with us at home. He is with us. He's here with us in church. He points us to the Father and he enables us to worship. He is Emmanuel, God with us. And therefore, we have so much to celebrate with him. We're going to pause for a moment and turn to God's word once again. This time to Ruth chapter 1. We've been working our way through this book of Ruth. And uh, Ruth McCracken is going to read verses 14 to 18. Ruth 1 verses 14 to 18. At this they wept again. Then Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye, but Ruth clung to her. Look, said Naomi, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Go back with her. But Ruth replied, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me be it ever so severely, if anything but death separates you and me. When Naomi realised that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her. Thank you to Ruth for reading for us. So what is our response 
to Jesus pitching his tent among us? What should we do in response to his moving in to the neighbourhood, as uh, Eugene Peterson puts it? Well, it got me thinking about my favourite little detail from the story of Ruth. We've been working through the book, we've been reading it and studying it all during this Advent season. And again, the little detail that I like most from the book of Ruth is small, it might be overlooked. It's just one little word in those verses that Ruth read to us. But it's the word clung. And we find it in verse 14 of Ruth chapter 1. Naomi at this stage is about to return to Bethlehem and Ruth and Orpha, her two daughters-in-law, set out with her. But Naomi explains to them that they need to go back to their own lives. They need to stay in Moab and let her go back to Bethlehem alone. Orpha takes her mother-in-law's advice and returns, but Ruth clung to Naomi. And that's what we need to do to a God who pitches his tent among us. We need to cling to him. In fact, Jesus is the only person who is worth clinging to in this world. He's never going to brush us aside, but the more we cling to him, the more he is going to wrap his arms around us and hold on to us. This is a desperate cling from Ruth. A cling, holding on for life, hanging on for salvation. So today, if you don't know Jesus as your saviour, then there is nothing else that is worth clinging on to. He is here. Reach out to him and hold on to him because he is life. He is a rock. One of the most desperate things I think I've seen in recent months is the people trying to cross the English Channel on inflatable dinghies. The sea is rough. There are too many of them on the boats and they cling on for their very lives. They cling on for a hope of a better life. And yet that is how we get through the storms of life. We cling on to Jesus. He goes before us in life and leads us through. There's more than enough room for all who want to cling to him. And in the storms of life that knock us around, he is the only safe haven for us. Whenever we slip, we discover that he has an even tighter hold on us than we have ever had on him. There's nowhere too difficult to go if we're holding on to Jesus. The only caveat to that is that we can only go where Jesus will take us. The moment we step away to go where our own desires will lead us is the moment that we are on our own. But if we cling to Jesus, then we will only be where he wants us to be. Two little insignificant parts of the story, perhaps, today. And yet, they will have the biggest impact in our lives. If you've never done it before, today invite Jesus to pitch his tent in your life. To come and to 
tabernacle, to move into the neighbourhood. And then when he does that, cling to him. Cling to him the way that your life depends on it. And trust in him today. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have pitched your tent among us. You've moved into our neighbourhood and you have dwelt here. Not just a fleeting visit, but for many years. And we thank you, Lord, that now, through your Holy Spirit, you dwell in each one of us. Lord, as we realise the wonder of you being here among us, help us to cling to you. Help us, Lord, never to let go. And Lord, we praise you that as we cling on to you, you wrap your loving arms around us and you hold us tight. And therefore, we praise you today for our salvation. And we offer these prayers in Jesus' name. And now we pray that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit would be with us both now and forevermore. Amen.